Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Uh, catching up with uh, Josh Willie. Uh, Josh is the Shadow Minister for Education and Early Years. Josh, good morning, mate. Welcome. Good morning, Mike. Good morning to your listeners. Uh, tell you what, um, I couldn't believe I was reading the article today uh, uh, with Tasmanian teachers um, reportedly, and I'll quote from the article uh, written by uh, Kenji and Sue, Tasmanian teachers are reportedly quitting in droves as it's revealed suspensions are at a record high and incidents are becoming more violent with one student even bringing a firearm to school in Tasmania. I can't believe it. There you go. Yeah, it's alarming. Uh, but it's not the first report of this sort of behaviour in our schools. Uh, there's been wake-up call after wake-up call, Mike, and we've seen over many years the government failed to respond to the needs in schools, and I think that's why school staff and teachers are taking industrial action. Uh, quite clearly, their concerns are not being listened to. Are they getting a result? Uh, I mean, you're saying they're not being listened to, but there are um, offers on the table. There was a recent offer, I think, yesterday, uh, an offer that doesn't keep up with the cost of living, and it will still mean that our teachers are the lowest paid in the country. Uh, and this is at a time when we've got other states, the big states like Victoria, um, very aggressively uh, recruiting teachers. I think there's a $59 million recruitment fund that the Victorian government uh, has announced, and they'll pay $15,000 for teachers to relocate to their state. And in areas of regional Victoria, there's a $50,000 bonus. So we've got a very competitive market across the country when it comes to uh, recruiting and retaining good teachers. Uh, and we need to keep up with the pace and make sure that Tasmanian children have the very best teachers in their classroom. Oh, look, I'm not going to disagree with that at all. I totally agree. I believe that what the pay uh, a teacher once once uh, goes through and is qualified is, what, 106000 We're about, I was reading, 3800 uh, short at least on uh, just Victorian. And with uh, if they're offering another fifty grand on top of that to go over there, certainly would be, uh, be a bonus. But I think the major problem is there's not just not enough staff to assist in schools, Josh. No, and that's why we're seeing record high suspension rates and levels of violence that wouldn't be acceptable to the community, including a significant increase in the harassment and violence leveled at teachers. Uh, we need more support staff in our schools, and that's why there was industrial action last week. Um, I think from memory, there's about 70 school psychologists for around 60,000 students and around 80 mm. uh, social workers for the same number of students. And we've got uh, about 50 speech pathologists for 60,000 students and uh, during budget estimates only a few months ago uh, it was revealed that there's a 30% vacancy so we're just not having the support staff available in our schools to provide the interventions required to keep kids engaged in learning um, it's unacceptable to have kids on wait lists particularly in the early years waiting for a school psychologist for a, a cognitive assessment so that they can get some extra support mm, I agree. So sometimes up to six months 12 months at a critical time in their development it uh, i know that was uh, i was reading what 244 students suspended for physical abuse or harassment just last year with another 30 uh, suspended for stalking 
or harassment, uh, but also um, that record numbers, I was reading this article, record numbers left the profession last year over untenable working conditions and teachers are now reporting more than ever that they're considering resigning unless real change occurs. So obviously that needs to happen. We need change and they need, well, if they need to be paid more, so be it. But I think probably the biggest issue, don't you think, is actually getting more staff into the schools to assist. And these are for teachers, I mean, to get teacher assistance, that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, working, workers' compensation claims are up too, Mike. But mm. I think it's important for your listeners to remember that teachers and support staff's working conditions are actually our students' learning conditions. And if they're unhappy yeah. and feel unsupported, then it has a negative impact on our students. And that's what needs addressing here. Nobody's saying you can prevent all of these incidents from occurring in schools. Of course, all of society's issues are walking through the school gate every morning. But it's very clear uh, that there is more support required in schools. There are some challenging needs that need to be met. And this is a very important area of government. Um, people might think that this doesn't matter to them because they don't have children. It does. Uh, our education performance is intrinsically linked to our economic and social development. And our students of today, they will be community leaders of tomorrow. They'll be our business leaders. They'll be political leaders. They'll work in our health system. They'll work in our aged care system. This is something that we need to face head on and we need to do something about it. And also students that are bringing knives to school, if we go back to that, in the first term of this year, I was reading there were 1,416 high school suspensions, 404 primary school suspensions, and 62 suspensions for years 11 and 12. Obviously, you're not good enough. I mean, the, the, we need to have that. I mean, the, the Education Department said in their recent statement, positive and respectful behaviour encouraged learning, violence or harassment of staff or students any kind of any kind is not tolerated in Tasmanian schools. Well, obviously, uh, we, we can see that, but I just don't think we have the, enough staff. I think teachers do deserve more staff in schools. I would, I mean, imagine the principals of these schools. Oh, we, we know that principals are under immense pressure. Um, Unbelievable. You know, yeah, I mean, I think there's a, a yearly report that comes out every year that shows um, just how much stress and pressure that they are under. Um, they are education leaders. That's what they're trained to do. They should be mentoring staff and leading good education outcomes in schools. But they're, they're having to deal with all of these other issues all the time, including, at times, redevelopments of schools. Uh, they're dealing with behaviour challenges. Um, they're dealing with uh, parents. There's a whole range of things that they have to do in their job every day, and it is a stressful job. Speaking with Josh Willey, Shadow Minister for Education earlier, Josh... Also, I, I go back to this because I'm still I'm quite gobsmacked. Five kindergartners, five kindergartners were suspended in Tasmanian public schools in 2020 with one recorded suspension in 21 out of uh, uh, four, nearly 4,500 students. The department says that suspensions of children of kindergarten age is totally unacceptable. Well, do you think? Well, you can't help a child if they're not at school and to suspend a child that's only five years old or four years it's old is, is just bizarre uh, at that um, stage of their development. But we can see through the statistics um, across the grades, Mike, that, that there is a level of uh, disengagement that happens as you move through the years and uh, the suspension rates become more prevalent in high school. And I think that suggests that uh, students aren't being supported in their learning. We know too many kids are falling through the gaps when it comes to their literacy. Mm. And, and numeracy. 
our respected academic, Lisa Denny, put, a, put out a report. She analysed some NAPLAN data last year. She found that uh, in year nine, 30% of students could not read at a level to engage with the rest of the curriculum, and 40% couldn't express themselves in written form. So I think that is a key indicator of where we're going wrong. Um, we need to boost our literacy teaching in schools so that um, students can engage with the rest of the curriculum in a meaningful way. It's one of the greatest gifts we can give students is um, the joy of reading uh, and being able to participate in a meaningful life in society. I mean, we need literacy skills wherever we go, whether it's reading mm. a bus timetable or um, picking up the newspaper in a coffee shop. Yeah, um, we, did have a, we did have a chat with Lisa uh, too on this program, and uh, you're right there. But uh, while I was reading, I thought uh, this is interesting, that overall attendance rates have fallen since the pandemic, uh, the worst overall cohort were years 11 and 12 extension school students. I mean, as you're saying, that's really difficult because these are the people that are going out in our workforce eventually and these are the uh, stars of the future. Yeah, look, I think that shows a level of disengagement in our schools too. And I think the government has been um, very strong on saying that their extension schools policy was going to fix a lot of the problems in our education system. And I think the attendance rates in those schools clearly show that whilst kids might be enrolled uh, to end of year 12, they're not showing up in the classroom in many instances. And I think um, some of those uh, improvements in terms of retention are a good thing. We need We need that. Um, but we need to get them in the classroom too. I think, uh, look, uh, again, uh, there's nothing I can uh, disagree with you here and all of that. I think the biggest thing is, I mean, I, I don't tend to think it's uh, teachers wanting more pay. I think it's teachers needing more support staff. But uh, where is that going to, you know, ha- we just don't have enough people. We have more jobs going than people to fill them in. It doesn't matter what industry in Tasmania. Yeah, this isn't something that's happened overnight either, Mike. I know when I was training to be a teacher in the mid-2000s, there were warnings then that there was going to be a mass exodus from the education sector because of the um, age profile of the workforce. So Mm. it's something that the government has known for some time uh, and now we're at this crunch point where there is a national shortage when it comes to school staff and we have big states that are prepared to offer uh, great incentives to reward um, the workforce and to show them the value uh, that they hold in the community. So do you think there's going to be uh, no result uh, once uh, teachers and their unions get together with the government in regard to uh, a pay increase or in regard to just getting more support staff? Are we sort of, uh, are we at a stalemate or is it rather negative as far as you can see it? I think there's been a small improvement in terms of the offer yesterday, but it's still not a offer that keeps up with the cost of living. Our teachers will still be the worst paid in the country, and there is no offer to improve working conditions for teachers and school staff, which I think is front of mind in their uh, view and also the public's view. And I think that's one of the greatest motivations for them taking industrial action last week mm. was they are working in a job that they care deeply about, they want to improve children's lives. They want to help them reach their potential. And it is incredibly stressful for them to see children falling through the gaps and them not having the resources available to stop that from happening. Look, uh, you're right. I mean, uh, the thing is, Josh, we need to get more people into these schools and therefore uh, maybe somewhere along the line, if the government doesn't come to the party, obviously there's more strikes on the books. 
I think that's a very real possibility, Mike, and it's something that we should hopefully be able to avoid if the government mm. um, approaches the negotiations in good faith and actually comes to the party and recognises the issues in our schools. Yeah, all right, Josh. Uh, look, I'm, I'm glad that uh, you were, you need to paint the picture so that we get that out there, and, and, uh, and I just want to see our kids getting the best education that possibly can, as nearly that everybody else does as well. I mean, you look at NAPLAN, you look at everything else, what, as well as what Lisa Denny says, and numeracy literacy uh, not very good so teachers do need a break josh uh, appreciate your time this morning mate thank you for having a chat thanks mike josh willie's the shadow minister for education and early years with tasmania talks tasmania talks with mike o'loughlin weekday mornings from nine